0: If you're tired of these promos, supporters get the podcast early and ad free. Just go to donate.bogosity.tv for the links to sign up. Welcome to the Bogacity Podcast for the week of July 11, 2021, the podcast that invented local space travel. This is your host, Shane Killian. Let's refortify the news of the bogus. We'll start with one you haven't heard about in the mainstream media, yet another case of an armed citizen foiling a mass shooting. As we've covered before, when an armed citizen stops a rampage shooting, the average number of people killed is 1.8, compared to over 14 when they're stopped by police. In this case, the Arkansas gunman, 26-year-old Zachary Arnold, sadly managed one kill. 87-year-old Lois Hicks one morning in May when he fired into an apartment complex. According to witnesses, he tried yelling to people to get them to come out of their apartments. One of the residents, Janie Pugh, said, quote, He was yelling and screaming, You guys get out of here. Come out here. Everyone get out of this building right now. When people came out, they saw he was armed and ran back inside. Hicks was one of the people who had come out. She had managed to get back inside, but hadn't closed her door. After he shot and killed her, he continued firing. Officers responded to the call about gunshots that came in at 7.23 a.m., but when they got there, Hicks and Arnold were dead, and nobody else. The reason why is because of one resident who got his hunting rifle and fired back, killing Arnold. According to resident Amber Lane, If he didn't do that, who knows how much worse it could have gotten. According to property manager Sherry Miller, If he had not done that, we don't know how many people could have died. Sadly, although police promised to release more details following the close of their investigation, they don't seem to have released anything. The unidentified neighbor who stopped the shooting doesn't seem to have been charged, but the media has been very tight-lipped about the whole affair. So even close to two months later, all we're left with is these few details. But that's probably all you can expect whereas each and every mass shooting is given the utmost scrutiny with incredible, although not always accurate, detail given to the public in a very short amount of time. One more reason the news media is absolutely not to be trusted. If you're looking for a way to support this channel, but you don't have any spare cash and you can't stand ads, you can do so by generating your own cryptocurrency. Use the links at the bottom of the description to follow the link to odyssey.com to listen to the podcast and see all of my YouTube videos as well. Just watching videos will produce cryptocurrency for the creator and yourself, and since Odyssey is always monetized and never censored, you'll have no problem seeing all the videos from your favorite creators. You can also use the library credits you created Odyssey to tip creators and even purchase paid content. Earn library credits through various rewards, including daily view rewards and the number of shares and invites. And you can interact with creators in all sorts of ways, including like and dislike, comment, boost a post by supporting it, repost it, and share to other sites, all while earning crypto for the creator. Easily monetize yourself and your favorite creators using cryptocurrency, without advertising. Use the link below to visit this channel on odyssey.com, and see many of your other favorites there as well. You also can't trust police, especially when they say they're such big fans of pop music they can't help but play it whenever a citizen records them. It has absolutely nothing to do, of course, with making it so the citizen will face copyright takedowns if they try to post the video online, except that now... One of them said the quiet part out loud. Police accountability activists have been posting on a trend of police officers playing hit songs from artists like Taylor Swift and The Beatles, known for drawing copyright takedown notices. They never admitted what anyone with any sense knew. This was to prevent the videos being put online. But that was before Sergeant Shelby of the Alameda County Sheriff's Department let the secret slip when he was being recorded by members of the Anti-Police Terror Project. The group's policy director, James Birch, was outside the Alameda courthouse during a pre-trial hearing of former police officer Jason Fletcher, accused of shooting Steven Taylor in a Walmart, and an investigation found that he should have waited for backup and that he failed to use de-escalation techniques. Shelby came out and told Birch to remove a banner in violation of his First Amendment rights. When Shelby saw he was being filmed, he pulled out his phone and started playing Blank Space by Taylor Swift. Here's what transpired. Birch. Are we having a dance party now? Shelby. No, sir. The person recording the video whose name was Rebecca said, Are you playing pop music to drown out the conversation? Birch. He doesn't want you recording, so he's playing music in the back. Rebecca. Why? Why do you have to hide? Shelby. You can record all you want. I just know it can't be posted on YouTube. Joke's on him, the video IS on YouTube. Since they were in a public place, background music that's incidental to the video content is fair use since it can't be filtered out. Which is not to say that there aren't videos out there like it that got snagged up in copyright strikes. Earlier this year, Beverly Hills Sergeant Billy Blair did the same thing using Santeria by Sublime, but YouTube has gotten better about respecting fair use, and it's hard to imagine such a strike surviving manual confirmation. But even if it works most of the time, it's still a risk, as Shelby found out now that he's under investigation by Internal Affairs for a Code of Conduct violation. Shelby was also instructed to stop doing this while being filmed. They need to tell all of them to stop this while being filmed, but hey. ACLU senior staff attorney Chessie Thatcher said, quote, "...what I see when I see that video is the police officer first interfering with people's ability to protest." And then I see a police officer who is also attempting to interfere with the First Amendment right to access criminal court proceedings. Ironically, if anything, Shelby was the one violating copyright when he made a public broadcast of the Swift song. They should have asked him if he'd paid his ASCAP license. As if we needed another reason to distrust police. Or to hate IP. We've talked about glyphosate from time to time. It's more popularly known under the brand name Roundup, and since it's made by Monsanto, it's responsible for everything from cancer to male pattern baldness, probably. Of course, as we've covered, if anything, it's the least toxic herbicide out there, and that includes the herbicides used in organic farming. The only requirement of organic herbicides is that they be of natural origin, nothing to do with toxicity. In particular, the organic pesticide copper sulfate is very toxic. And yes, I know that copper sulfate is an inorganic molecule. And glyphosate, by the way, is an organic molecule. But don't look for the pro-organic morons to make sense. Non-herbicidal techniques such as weeding and tilling are very labor-intensive, release a lot of carbon into the air, and reduce the quality of the soil, adversely affecting crop yield. Now, a comprehensive review by the European Union concludes, "Classification of glyphosate as for germ cell mutagenicity, genotoxic, or mutagenic is not justified. Same with it being a carcinogen, a reproductive toxin, or causing organ toxicity. They did confirm eye damage, so don't get the stuff directly in your eyes. But other than that, it came out smelling like lemons. Based on all of this, they recommend that glyphosate be approved throughout the EU." Which will be bad news to the organic food lobby, who needs to use every bit of misinformation they can to boost their own brand because they can't do it any other way. As we've discussed on this podcast, organic food isn't any healthier or more nutritious, isn't better for the environment, isn't more sustainable, certainly isn't cheaper, and doesn't even taste better. Hopefully this will have a positive effect on policy. It represents the overwhelming consensus of scientific reviews, the one outlier being the IARC designation we also discussed, where they called it a probable carcinogen, along with caffeine, red meat, hot water, and being a barber. The problem is, it continues to be a lot easier to scare people than to reassure them, which is what the fearmongers always rely on, no matter how much the evidence piles against them. Do you have children or nieces or nephews? Are you homeschooling or just want to counter some of the socialist indoctrination most children get in school? If so, go to bogosity.tv/tuttle twins and you'll be taken to a website where you can get some great books for elementary age children. The Tuttle Twins books are books about liberty and free market economics that include children's versions of Bastiat's The Law Leonard Reed's Eye Pencil, and Hayek's The Road to Serfdom, as well as books about the Federal Reserve and how regulations protect business cronies. They'll learn about the harm caused by eminent domain, or regulations passed in the name of safety, and fundamental concepts of liberty. And as you can see from the sample pages on the website, they're all easy to read and nicely illustrated. They're just $9.99 apiece, or get a special discount as well as free bonuses when you purchase all five. You can even buy in bulk, to donate to schools and local libraries. So get the Tuttle Twins books at bogosity.tv slash tuttletwins. And now it's time to resensitize this week's Vegas Bug emitter. And this week it goes to Glasgow MP Carol Monaghan for being a terrible person and ruining something that should have gotten her a lot of sympathy. She'd been harassed by a very disturbed individual, 35-year-old Jonathan Bell, who smashed the windows in her constituency office, splattered ketchup over the front of her London office, and phoned in a death threat containing a lot of personal details. Police considered the threat to be credible. Ultimately, Bell was arrested and pled guilty and is awaiting sentencing. Well, that was a good outcome, right? Monahan should be able to breathe a sigh of relief, right? But like every narcissistic, sociopathic politician, she just couldn't resist using this as an opportunity to push her agenda, in this case, regulation of social media. She said, quote, Social media gives people a platform. It gives them a way of directly contacting a person at any time of the day or night. It gives them the opportunity to say things anonymously. It gives them a whole lot of protection that the target of their abuse does not have. Really, why should we take that level of abuse? We wouldn't accept it in a workplace, but we are just supposed to take it and somehow we are to blame if we don't. Uh, Monahan, this case wasn't about social media or anonymity. The harassment, for the most part, didn't involve any social media, and he clearly wasn't anonymous. In fact, I wouldn't be at all surprised if there was a digital trail that aided police in finding and apprehending him. Because, as we've discussed, if you want to deal with this kind of issue, the one thing you don't want to do is regulate or censor social media, because it provides a lot of handy tools for law enforcement to track down real criminals. It also provides a voice to the marginalized, for the people whose ideas may be a bit too radical for the likes of career politicians. Remember, that's how every new idea started, and mankind wouldn't have progressed without them. The ability to express these new ideas anonymously and to a wide audience is a tremendous benefit to humanity. It just... Isn't a benefit to establishment politicians in the news media who would love to push us back into the dark ages to preserve their status quo. So, all of that makes Carol Monahan this week's biggest bogon emitter. Go to Fermo, that's F-I-R-M-O-O dot dot TV, anytime you need quality glasses at a low price. Once again, that's fermoo.bagacity.tv. And now let's vowelize this week's idiot. <laughs> And this week it goes to the LAPD, who didn't have the sense to take the precaution a five-year-old might suggest before injuring 17 people. They had seized something like 5,000 pounds of illegal fireworks in the lead-up to the 4th of July weekend, and their bomb squad decided to safely detonate it. They placed it in a special iron chamber of a tractor-trailer meant to contain explosive material, and detonated it. If you're wondering how that injured 17 people, Think about how you're likely visualizing it. If you're picturing the truck out in the middle of nowhere, surrounded perhaps by hilly terrain, to be detonated mythbuster style congratulations, you're smarter than the LAPD! In case you're still not with me, I would point out that it also damaged several homes. Yes, HOMES! THEY DETONATED THE EXPLOSIVES IN A RESIDENTIAL AREA! According to Los Angeles Police Chief Michael Moore, there was a, quote, total catastrophic failure of that containment vehicle. Yeah, that's why you take multiple precautions. You use the special truck and you drive it out into the middle of nowhere so that if something goes wrong, people are still safe. Moore said, quote, Clearly protocols were followed and pursued. Well, then you need to update your protocols, you think? Quote, Something happened in that containment vehicle that should not have happened, and we don't know why. We intend to find out why. Yeah, and while you're at it, how about learning from it and not relying solely on a single safety system? The injured, which includes some LAPD and even ATF officers, range in age from 42 to 85. Six civilians were taken to the hospital, three with serious injuries. But good job at dealing with those explosives before they hurt people. So all of that makes the LAPD this week's... wraps up this Boomshanka edition of the Bogosity podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please go to donate.bogosity.tv for several ways to support and discord.bogosity.tv to join the discussion. Subscribe at Patreon or Subscribestar and you can listen early and ad-free. Thank you for listening. Until next time, here's a quote from Robert Heinlein. People have a funny habit of taking as natural whatever they are used to, but there hasn't been any natural environment the way they mean it since men climb down out of trees. The Bogosity Podcast is licensed under Creative Commons Attribution on Commercial No Derivatives 4.0 International License. Bogosity.